0: welcome to Praying on Purpose. As I begin this morning, I'd like to take this opportunity to remind all those who are listening that today and every day, we dedicate our learning as a Zachus for for Ilana Chana Basgila Brainla. We hope and pray that she have a speedy recovery. sh'ar Yisrael. So as you know, on Thursdays, we focus on the what of prayer. We take a look at the content of our davening and try to understand with greater appreciation and insight the words that we are saying, rather than just going through the motions each and every day and davening, unfortunately, by rote, so that we're going almost on autopilot and not really thinking about the words that we say. On Thursdays, we try to slow it down and really give more thought and consideration in an effort to enhance our davening and enable us to achieve greater insight and meaning through our prayers. And so, therefore, in preparation for Thursday's discussions— Rarely, if ever, would I open up a Shulchan Aruch. A Shulchan Aruch is a book that we go to when we want to know the how of prayer. So, for example, on Tuesdays, when we are talking about how to daven, so as you hopefully have noticed, I will often cite references to the Shulchan Aruch, because that's a book of law, and that's where we would go when we want to know how to pray. But when we want to focus on the what of prayer, to think about the words that we are saying and to understand greater insight into the Perish HaMilim, so the Shulchan is not really devoted to that particular task. There are other very, very important works that will explore the meaning of davening. But of course, every rule has an exception. And when it comes to this rule as well, the exception is the bracha of Asher Yatzar. Asher yotzar is actually something that we should see as being part of davening. It is, of course, incorporated in the Seder in the beginning of Tefillah Shacharis as part of the Seder of Bechus HaShachar. And the bracha Vashay is discussed at great length in Shulchan Aruch, specifically, what do the words mean? If you take a look at Simen Vav, one of the first Simonim in Meshulchan Aruch, the Mechaber really breaks down the bracha phrase by phrase, telling us exactly what we should think, the Kavana that we should have in mind every time we recite this bracha. The Mechaber begins by telling us that when a person uh, leaves the bathroom, say after a person relieves oneself, Yivarei Cha Sheyatsar Saadam so the bracha that's recited is the bracha that we call Asher Yatzar. but of course the continuation of that phrase is Asher Yatzar, Es Ha'adam that man was created with great wisdom. And I'll ask you to just stop for a moment and consider the fact that we are identifying specifically Yitzir Adam, Ha'adam, the creation of man, as being something which is b'chachma. There is a certain wisdom over here, a divine wisdom, that seems to be reflected through the creation of man. And that's a bit strange, because we could look at every aspect of the Bria. You could look at anything, anything from the sun, the moon, the stars. You could take a look at a blade of grass. You could take a look at leaves. We could look at water. And certainly, once we start looking at anything in the animal kingdom, fish, birds, and animals as well, on an anatomic level, physiologically, on a genetic level. There is incredible sophistication. And the brilliant nature of creation is something which is reflected in every aspect of the Bria. But when we cite this bracha, we are specifically saying that there is something about yitziras Adam which reflects this incredible Chachma, this incredible wisdom. The Mechaber tries to identify what exactly that may be. We're going to come back to this a little later. Continues the bracha, So the Mechaber explains that this is referring, of course, to the many orifices that we have in the human body, including our nose, our mouth, of course, those parts of the body which are involved in the excretion of waste as well as Chalulim, which means the internal organs, which have many hollow spaces. And we say, If there should be a rupture of any sort, if, God forbid, something which is supposed to remain closed, so to speak, breaks and ruptures, if there would be a a piercing of an internal organ that would cause uh, internal bleeding, uh, or... If there would be a blockage of any sort, if an artery, if a vein, uh, something that was carrying, of course, blood, which was essential for our survival, would become suddenly uh, blocked. So then, so then it would be impossible for a person to stand even for a moment. Unfortunately, there are many examples that we can give, and I don't know that we need to give any. We all know how tenuous our lives are, and that at any moment, should there be any blockage or any rupture, so we would immediately... Cease to function, and we could not live even several moments without, again, the continued grace and kindness and chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's to sustain us in this world. According to some uh, Gersos, there are different opinions over here as to whether or not we include the words, even for one moment, but the idea certainly is true, regardless of whether you say it or not, that even for a moment, our life is constantly dependent on the proper functioning of our bodies, and then of course the bracha concludes with the words Baruchat Hashem Rofei Chobasar Ma'afli Lasos. That Baruch Hu is the healer of all basar, of all flesh, umafli lasos, and performs a tremendous pele, a wonder in assisting and facilitating the healthy functioning of a human being. So, several points I'd like to make. First of all, the words, Rilfei Chobasar, is very interesting, because typically the one who is going to be reciting this bracha most often will be somebody who is Baruch Hashem healthy, that we recite this bracha when things are functioning the way they should, but we still, in this context, invoke the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as being the Rilfei Chobasar, the one who heals all flesh. In other words, perhaps we should think about Rafua a little differently than we typically do. When a person is functioning normally, so we tend in life to just take that for granted and say everything is working the way it should, and it's only when we have problems that we would consider going to a rofei. We would go to a doctor who would administer what we call refuah, some sort of healing intervention in order to get things to be working the way they should. But over here even when things are working the way we should, we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Rofe Chobasar. We recognize that it's not as if my health is to be taken for granted. It's not a given that I am always going to be natural in a state of health unless something goes wrong. That perspective reflects a certain presumptuousness, a sense of entitlement, that yeah, it's a given that everything functions the way it should. And perhaps by reciting these words, Rofe Chobasar, we are reminding ourselves that when things are functioning the way they should, it is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is rofei. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is healing me, almost, if you will, almost proactively, by providing me with the capacity to live in a healthy and functioning manner. And then we conclude with the words, umafli asos that there is a tremendous pele, if you will, a great wonder in creation. Now what exactly does that mean? Where is the pele? So, it goes without saying, the Mechaber explains that the Pella is that there are so many things that can go wrong. That again, our bodies are so uh, complex and so sophisticated, and there are so many systems that a disruption of any sort is something that could literally mean instant death. But the, the comments over here the real Pella of creation is that we have when it comes to the human being, we have something which is truly incredible, and that is that we have our bodies, we have our physical selves, but there is a Ruach, there is a spirit, there is a soul that is contained within. V'kosher dava ruchani b'davar gashmi. There is a connection a fusion of sorts between something which is spiritual and something which is physical. And this is something which is truly a You'll remember that I said several moments ago, what exactly is the great chachma? Well, again, what is the great wisdom in Siras Adam? Of course, of course, there's chachma in all of creation, and the answer is that's true. However, it could be that the great wisdom of Yitzir Adam is reflected in the fact that there is, again, this fusion between body and soul. And the Ramah tells us that this should be the kavana we have Every time we say these words, umafli that the great pella of creation is this fusion between body and soul. On this point, I'll just mention that the word pele, pe lamed aleph, of course means wonder. But when we take a look at the way the word is used in chumish, there are times that the word pele is used to describe speech, ishki yafli neder. When a person goes ahead and articulates a neder, a vow, so there are certain implications. The Rambam in the Mishnah Torah, the Yad Ha-Hazakah, has one volume that is called Hafla'ah, which deals with all the laws of the Dorim and Shvuos and the laws of Nazir. In other words, this entire section of Halacha is discussing those aspects which involve speech. And so therefore, a very interesting possibility emerges over here, and that is that when we say Mafli La'asos, the Pela of creation is something which is reflected in speech. How so? So to understand this deeper, I'd like to just share very briefly an insight from the Maral. The Maral explains that there was one aspect of human functioning which reflects perhaps more than anything else the very unique character of a human being, and that is through speech. He points out that as human beings, we are, of course, physical beings just like animals. We have the ability to move and to function and to eat and to uh, digest food, and these seem to be on the surface. These are physical activities. We also have, of course, the ability to have very sophisticated thoughts, We can think, we have very sophisticated emotions, we can think in learning, and Torah, whatever the case may be, and we also have the ability to go ahead and to take these thoughts and to convert them, transform them into words. And he says that it is specifically the koach hadibor, the capacity of speech, in which we really see what makes a human being most unique. When we can take an idea, when we can take a thought, something which is completely abstract, something which is purely conceptual, something that is not concrete... And through a very sophisticated communication system, we are able to essentially convert these thoughts into words. So it's this point of connection between the guf and the neshama, which really is the greatest pella of all. This is where we see the great wonder of man. The maral actually explains, related a little bit to last week's parsha and this week's parsha as well, that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu was a kfadpeh, the reason why, as the Torah tells us, that Moshe had a little bit Difficulty, if you will, communicating, speaking. It's not clear exactly whether he had a speech impediment, a stutter of some sorts. It says the morale, it's because Moshe was so spiritual. So it reflected in the fact that he was somewhat deficient in the area of Koach HaDibor, because speech is something that reflects almost his balance between body and soul. And while Moshe certainly was a human being, he was such a spiritual human being that it interfered with his ability to speak. Uh, if you will, in a sort of smooth, natural manner. A very, very incredible idea. So Nara basically says that it is through the koach Khadibur that we can really appreciate, we can really appreciate the great Pele of creation. And I think this connects very nicely with the Ramah, because the Ramah tells us that when we say the brach of Hashi Yotzar, we conclude with the words of that HaKadosh Baruch who is the healer of all flesh, umafli la'asos, what is the pele? Says Ramah, it's the fact that there is this fusion, the connection between body and soul. Where is this manifest most? Within the Koach adibor. And that's why perhaps we say, because that is the Pele when it comes to Koach adibor, the speech. That is the word that the Torah uses to identify the Koach adibor, the ability to speak. And so therefore, What we did today is merely scratch the surface. Uh, This simon and shochan Aruch, simon vav, the very first sif, is a very lengthy one. I didn't go through it carefully, and there was actually a lot that was skipped and omitted. And so therefore, uh, even though Thursday is the day that we slow it down, I probably should have slowed it down a little more today. We're not done with this bracha. There's still a lot more that I want to explore together with you and discuss. But hopefully, uh, having the chance to at least sort of scratch the surface a little bit gives us all the motivation, the encouragement to slow down a little bit. When we say the bracha Vashay Yatzar, think about the words that we say, and hopefully, whenever we have the opportunity to recite this very, very special bracha, we can really, within a minute or two, we can infuse these moments with insight and with wisdom and with inspiration, making our days all the more meaningful. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful day.